When it comes to independent wrestling and the deathmatch scene, one company is on the rise, and that is Ruthless Pro Wrestling. Featuring today's hottest talent, like Justin Kyle, Dale Patricks, The Rejects, Mickey Knuckles, Hoodfoot Mo Atlas, and more. Check out all of our events on IWTV. Find all of our social media and our RPW merch now at RuthlessPro.com. What it is, what's up, and welcome everyone. I am your host, Rafe Houston, and today I am joined by a very special guest. It is the four-time Stanley Cup winning CBD spinning one and only Darren McCarty. How are you today, sir? Good, Rafe. Always great to talk to you. Faces and Feels, one of my favorite podcasts. And, you know, the Commonwealth Connection, buddy. Here we go. We're That's getting it. deep into this wrestling independent season all over the world, so... Couldn't be happier to talk about some of the things we love together. I love it, man. The Commonwealth Reconnection is this episode, and I am uh, very happy to speak to you again. And we, we've got some killer stuff coming up, man, to big shows. I know you're going to be around them and all over them. Um, so without any further ado, let's just jump straight into it, my dude. So on Saturday, January the 22nd, it's No Holds Barred 21, and it's the return of Darren McCarty. To no holds barred. How are you feeling about that show, bud? I don't know about the return. Is this though the two-year anniversary of the pit for ICW for Danny D'Amato for everybody from struggles and uh, Ron Yami, Larry Legend, SPO to everybody that does it, and to have been sort of taken in as part of the family. I couldn't think of a better way to tribute. Plus, it's in New Jersey, mm-hmm. so I think it's a great tribute to go and say thank you to the great people of New Jersey for for teaching me back in 1995 what it was like to be a champion when the New Jersey Devils absolutely kicked the snot out of us and swept us um, in the Stanley Cup Finals. And without that loss, um, the lessons that I learned, I was able to win four Stanley Cups. So what better way to go? And plus, it's New Jersey. New Jersey's like Michigan. You know, it's on the water. It's gambling's legal. Cannabis is legal. Why wouldn't I want to go? And plus, ICW Pitt. Oh, man. And the matches we're going to talk about. I mean, this is like, this is, it feels like it's my birthday year. Yeah, it's it's awesome, man. And before we jump too far into it, I just want to shout out uh, the recent podcast you did. I knew that history of New Jersey because of your podcast, The Comeback, Sylvester Stallone's new podcast, Focusing on Your Life. I really enjoyed that listen, man. It was really inspiring. One thing is obviously uh, the comeback podcast, and I tell everybody, hey, you know what? You're still having a good day, even though Sylvester Stone didn't say your name today. You know, I said that to my son, and he said, he said, well, he said McCarty, so he's on half right. I said, yeah, fair enough, son. Um, but no, it's just about life. It's about the bottom line is no matter how many times you fall down, get back up, and it's who you surround yourself with. And like I always say, man, I, I just – you know, the the cannabis community, the, the wrestling community, that's, those are my people. Um, just because the, why I love wrestling and especially indie so much is because I see the same passion 
right throughout. And it's not just the talent the guy's trying to make, it's people behind the scenes and it's about good people. And, um, you know, and then you get taught, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be educated by the likes of a Neil Diamond Cutter or, or a weapons master like a Tim Poe and, and have great friends like the Dread King, Logan, and grimy Zach Thomas, you know, the, those guys. And then Justin Kyle, you know, the rejects, everybody. It's, it's what I love is in such a violent um, space, there's so much compassion yeah. for each other. And, and that's where, that's where I want to live. And, you know, we were, we were not to get too far ahead, but we, we were mentioning the fact that coming up, there's some matches that, that I've become such, such a fan that I just can't miss. Yeah. And and some of these is yeah paying tribute, but come on, man, you got the history between the rejects of John Wayne Murdoch and Reed Bentley, mm-hmm. who I don't know if you just saw recently. I don't know what they call it, Judd Nelson or whatever like this, but his Canadian Destroyer double whammy, whatever they did to the Briscoes, mm-hmm. which was a phenomenal match. Mm-hmm. You know, like these guys and these guys are family, mm-hmm. right? And and it, what, the one thing that I know. Is the closer these that these deathmatch guys are, like if they travel together, if they like love one another, like family, they're gonna kick the living snot out of each other. So I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna let them do it. And then when they're done, if they need to get put back together, we're gonna rub some CBD on it or give them give them yeah, some gummies it. or you know it any way they want. And then they're gonna have an option to to be able to do it again. And it's all about my my role is more like the medic. Hey, I'll put you back together. You entertain me. I'll try to stay out of the way. That's try it. To stay out of the way. Well, yeah. Let, let's start right at the top of the card there. Since you brought it brought it up, Reed Bentley challenging John Wayne Murdoch for the American Deathmatch Championship. Um, this is like the from the way I understand ICW No Holds Barred and like you know their history before they became ICW No Holds Barred. It was Reed Bentley and John Wayne Murdoch that actually got ICW banned from a venue back when it was ICW New York because they weren't supposed to uh, be bleeding anywhere and they had like some vicious death match and they lost some particular venue for ICW. And then now it's come back around full circle to them. Uh, Reed had also knocked John Wayne Murdoch out of the Battle of the Tough Guys. So even though they're boys, even though they're rejects, even though they're former tag team champions together, they do have a you know a little bit of beef and a history of uh, absolutely murdering each other. So I'm fully expecting a match of the year death match here. It was brought up by the Midwest scum when they were when I was there and I got to present them with the first RPW tag team championships. They beat Bentley and Murdoch mm-hmm. in the final, and what a finisher that these grimy bastards have! Holy yuppie killer! But what happened? What happened? Yeah, the yuppie killer. But what happened was dissension between the rejects who, who in my opinion, had the match not in hand because those Midwest scum, you're going to have to kill them to, to put them down, which we'll get to them on the different card. But the fact is, is that that was the chink in the armor. What I love about the indies and the best stories is that, is that it's the forbidden door or whatever, but the stories travel. Mm-hmm. So this fight is going to carry over to anybody that knows, oh, the history, because it doesn't matter where these guys go. They don't it, – it's – they're consistent in the fact that, you know what, now it's a personal thing, and, and this is going to be a great fight. And here's the thing. These two guys are wrestlers. Mm-hmm. 
get the blood and what they do, the moves, that, the, the moves, the finishes, all that stuff, the trust, I can't wait to see it. It's just you're going to head on a swivel because there's going to be things flying everywhere. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute weapon of a match. <laughs> what do you, it's going to be crazy. What do you think? Uh, you gotta, do you have a do you have a, a prediction? Mm. It's hard to say. It really is hard to say. John Wayne Murdoch's been on a tear. I don't know if Reed Bentley's the man to take it from him. But uh, if anybody can do it, I think it is Reed. But I think we're going to see John Wayne Murdoch still rolling highest champ. Because this is, you know, it all, like I said, there's so many, so many guys that deserve that opportunity, that shot. And I'll tell you this, Murdoch, he, you're going to have to pretty much, lack of a better term, incapacitate him because, man, this guy is as tough as they get. Man, main event Murdoch, man. When you think about it, he's been headlining ICW shows but forever. I just, you know what the thing is? It's just, and, and I laugh, like it, it offends me almost when people, if they, they've never seen these guys wrestle because the moves they make and, and the stories they tell best stories i mean I, I i'll go i mean i'm like everybody knows i'm a huge rejects fan for for all of them for different i'm watching akira right here you know whack away on uh, no peace underground from back in the way because you know that that's one of the guys but satu jen and bentley and, and mark murdoch i mean they all and this is the great thing with factions in 2021 especially on the indie scene all these guys four four o's death Death Threat Armies, Rejects, you know, th- these factions, they all can split up like Mandalorian and go alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not donate there's nobody other. carrying nobody's weight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, so, um, and I mean, I, I got I yeah, got the Duke holds on. I got the Duke. Yeah, I got the Duke, but that's to take nothing away from Reed Bentley. He's, you know, Reed Bentley's fresher. He's just had a big break. He's... He's a technician. He's a hard-hitting wrestler. He knows John Wayne inside and out. So you you couldn't, if it was going to be anybody, you'd think he's, you know, his best friend, his brother, is the guy that could do it. Just whether he can pull the trigger, I guess. Yeah, and here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. What is the big thing? Tread, tread on the tire in this sport. Yeah. In this version of the sport, tread on the tire. So sometimes Absolutely. it's not that mentally, it's physically. You look at the the wounds that he's taken. You look at the last match um, that I saw him in, you know, with his arm wrapped or against the Briscoes or whatever, you know, his arm's bleeding before the match starts. I mean, you got to understand that there's some physical ramifications. So, you know, maybe if storyline, it gives him a chance to take a break and you let Reed carry, Reed can carry the belt around. He's, he's I think he's earned that. Easily. I think he, I, I think it's right. Right. So it might be, it might be big brother hand over to little brother. And then, you know, when he's all healthy, a hundred percent again, then then you see the rematch because that a lot that'll always play. Yeah, right? and you've got a lot hey, of fire there fight. as well. Yeah, Family it's personal. Fight. Rejects are fighting. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I love absolutely. it. Absolutely, I love it. Straight after that, another literal dream match. It's Danny Demanto versus his favorite wrestler of all time, the franchise Shane Douglas. How's it feel to be watching like an ECW legend? Uh, Wrestling the father of ICW. You know what? I got to be totally honest with you. This is the match why I'm going. Yeah, well. I've gotten to know Shane. I've gotten to know Shane Douglas, you know, through his 
stuff he does here at IWR. Growing up, him being the franchise, watching him, watching Danny, you know, all this different stuff. I mean, like, like I said, when I, like to me, this match will be, you know, throwback nostalgia, not just for me, but for a lot of us, DCW. And the fact that not only Danny's still doing it and what he's done with ICW and just, the, you know, just how he cares about not only the, the performers, but everybody in his in his outfit, but the fact that Shane Douglas is still doing it and a lot more behind the scenes, but the fact that they're going to get in there and do it for all time's sake, man, who is, I mean, it's like going to watch an alumni game. Yeah. I mean, let's do it, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't wait. Cause you know, it's the old adage, right? It's the same thing as once you get, once they get out there and the, and the adrenaline gets flowing and stuff like that, they're going to forget that they're 50 and they're 40, whatever the 50 years old. And you got to go back to like 20 years ago, 30, 25 years ago. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And again, I'll be there with CBD roll on to rub on after they're done and then move on. <laughs> exactly. I think, they're, I think they're going to put on a bit of a show. These guys are two veterans and I think they're there to fight. And I'm very excited to see this one play out, man. I think it's going to be fucking awesome. It's awesome. And isn't it cool just to see like these legends? I, I love it. You know, every time, you know, run into Madman Pondo and stuff like this and all these guys. I mean, I got a funny story the other day. Uh, I, I met Herzog, except for this time he wasn't Herzog. Right. And I was like, I went back over and I went, bro, I can't believe it. Like, I was like, I thought it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. It, with the way that we met outside, no gear, just a couple dudes. And I was like, hmm. So, like, I don't know. I just, I just look forward to... You know, it's the same thing. You know, the GCW event that was just in Detroit. Yeah, Kevin Nash come out and do a two sweet thing. So with awesome. Saban, or I mean, with uh, Alex, Alex Shelley, Shelley. Yeah, the Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, and 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 Sabu out there, and it, it was just, I love the nostalgia. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be killer, man. It makes sense. You said it, mm-hmm. Rick. You said it makes sense right yeah. when it makes sense and these guys are going to put on a show and it's the the story's going to make sense to where it, i can't wait to see where it goes and who you know might get to shine off that not these two guys because it's all about what's around them yeah. all about looking what's around and what's next and that's that's the exciting part for me absolutely and you talk about two veterans and this is obviously a match that danny really wants he obviously really respects shane so you know they're just going to go to town, and it's going to be going to be a lot of fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Something that's not going to be fun for anybody uh, standing at ringside or that gets in the way is the heathen cruel versing the the super fight beast Justin Kyle. Uh, can we talk about a match that people like? It was announced as one of the first matches, and so people have now kind of uh, like gotten a little bit used to the idea of it and I don't seem to be talking about it much. This is what I call mediocre fucking excellence because this is a main event clash of the titans in any company anywhere in the world. It's going to be next level. I can look at, at Darren McCarty's face right now. He looks stressed. He, he's, he, You're shook over this match. I'm not shook other than the fact that this is to this reminds me of Universal Soldier, Jean Claude Van Damme. And oh, Paul one Martin of my favorites. I love whatever, it. Like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I. It's not even that before. 
not it, it's Drago. Yeah. Drago. <laughs> it's it's no, I mean that match with Hoodfoot that almost sliced his arm off. Yeah. Didn't even bat a lash mm-hmm. other than oh, I think I better go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ex- talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those that I'm gonna sit there and go, Oh my god, thank God I don't do this. You know, like, 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 oh my gosh. Because both of them don't hold back. Both of them are strong. You know, like, like who's stronger than those two other than Shane Mercer? Mm-hmm. Stronger than everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, but I think that the UFC fight at LCA mm-hmm. where uh, Alistair Overeem got knocked out by Francis Nagano. Mm-hmm. I was sitting beside Joe Rogan. Comes out, it sounded like a car crash. And I asked the referee, I said, Was that as bad as it sounded? And he said, I thought he was dead. <laughs> so at the end of that match, that's what I'm looking is that both of that, because they're going to both give as much as they take. And I don't, I don't see quit in either one of them. These are the heavy hitting hoss beast monsters, and it's gonna. And I know they're both looking forward to it. Yeah, man, it's it's gonna be like the end of worlds, and like I can't wait to see this play out. It's just gonna be an absolute hoss fight. If you see me there or whatever you ask me, I I, I got uh, cringe. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna go through old take hits, old hits to remind me of that because it's this guy. Just imagine the sound. Yeah out of each other cracking each I don't know I, I, I like I said like these are the things like being there live is just un- unbelievable I can only imagine I I one day one day I'll get there next up brother we're talking two of the best female wrestlers of all time uh we're talking Lou dark and we're talking Mickey knuckles um I Know the name Lou Dark. I I know that she's been around. I I have never seen her before. Mickey Knuckles is obviously the godmother of deathmatch wrestling. Uh, are you familiar with Lou Dark? Have you seen much of her stuff? She's on my radar of uh, going through Tuesdays before. Um, I don't know if you follow uh, the Curse of Oak Island, the treasure show. I don't know if they have it over in Australia. <laughs> I I do <laughs> I do know it. I don't actively follow it because I feel like they will never find any treasure on that island. But yeah, I know what you're talking. <laughs> friend will appreciate this because the Laginas, the family that's searching for them, are from Michigan. Oh, okay. So they own all their money is because here, you know, there's there's so many vineyards here in Michigan, but they're all underground. Okay. And they are the kings of those up in Traverse City, which is the area. But no, I'm not familiar. I'm gonna watch. But uh, Aunt Mickey, she, uh, you know what she's gonna get. You know, I was there live for that Sadika Mickey Knuckles fight where Sadika broke her arm, and yes, I mean, yeah. Dude, that's the thing is that you know the the, the two Mickey Knuckles and Randy West, yeah, those two yeah. are just. I mean, I need them on my team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, all it, that's all it is. You know what you're gonna get from Mickey? You're gonna get no quit. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who it is, and she's gonna. And then talk about talk about somebody who who you know. As I watch more, see, like a lot of these times when you watch one match and you get. You don't get into it, but when you watch more matches and you see how good 
at different times these wrestlers can be. So, yeah, I mean, it's got that. Obviously, if you're going up against Mickey Knuckles, you're packing a lunch. So it'll be interesting. Well, absolutely. I mean, Mickey Knuckles and Sadaka, Mickey Knuckles and uh, Randy West and RPW talking, you know, two of the best, you know, female matches of the year uh, last year. And I fully expect something of that caliber here. I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Now we're getting down to the meat and potatoes. We're talking about Colby Carino, and we're talking about the Kirks. Brandon Kirk and Casey Kirk. Hashtag fuck the Kirks. A couple that you Hashtag have got. fuck the Kirks, not the sauce. Sauce is really good. Sauce is really oh, good. see it. But there's still some personal issues. I know really you've, you've still got some hard feelings. Uh, what are you hoping to see from uh, Colby Carino? I don't know. Anybody else like getting schoolboy rolled up by a fucking guy that comes out to Mariah Carey? <laughs> I mean, I hold no... I had no issues. Yeah. I got no issues, but don't worry. I got... Like I said, I got a long memory. So, I... Dude, I like... I don't understand Brandon Kirk. He's mouthing off to Matt Tremont, mm-hmm. right? Which you, like, what are you even worried about me coming and, and, and watching you get your ass kicked by Colby Karina last bastard? You know the bastion's gonna get him, yeah. And that's, it comes from great stock, so it's gonna be it's gonna be painful. Cause that's the thing is that he, I love Cole because he is old school hard, and he runs. I mean, the kid loves rolling around in glass. I mean, what with his little shorts on? I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, with no like, I, it, listen, I'd be covered head to toe. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Full body suit, just, just like care, so. hazmat suit in there. <laughs> I'll just tell you this. I'm, I am no plan to do, to, I'm there as a spectator, but I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, and, and you know what? It's not him. Yeah. It's her. She's the brains, that crazy little kitten. That kid, she's, she's the better wrestler. She's can take better bumps. She's tougher. You know what I mean? Like that's, he's, I mean, he is just a side piece. That's all it is. Side piece that's going to get... Dude, Tremont's going to... I just hope there's some left somewhere down the road that they just keep giving, leaving remnants of Brandon Kirk. <laughs> and then you're coming in for the scraps like Mantis Toboggan. Yes. Whatever <laughs> else. No, I, 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 hey, I'll come in and I'll rub the CBD roll on, on him and tell him that, you know, if he wasn't so stupid, it wouldn't hurt so much. But that's okay. <laughs> No, it's it's all good. You know what? Uh, uh, it's it's all good. You got. I took a light tube to the head. The schoolboy rolled me up. I didn't know that was a thing, but I'm a hockey player, not a wrestler. So yeah, exactly. And and plus, dude, he's got his hands full. Absolutely. I just hope he makes it out of there. Yeah. Well, Col- Colby's one of the best on the independent scene right now. Um, oh, his his match with stock. with his dad, Steve Carino, was. Maybe the match of the year last year was unbelievable. He's just picking up steam over and over, and I feel like he's he's coming to take a W here. Like I, I get a backing Colby all the way. I'd love to see more of him in ICW. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, and I think that you know you you see that though, Ray. For as far as with these with the ICWs, the RPWs, and stuff like this, they build. You know, like the, the carry and they build and they sort of see what I love is the, the forbidden door, so to speak, is is the promotions that not only carry the storylines, but they also see, okay, there's a guy, you know, there's a guy, you know, it, along those lines, it's, it's like you look at how 
maybe the push that Karina or not Akira's got in the, in the past year. You look at Atticus, Atticus Colger, he stepped up to a whole nother level, stuff like this. You look at uh, my boy here in Michigan, Tommy Vendetta. You're going to see big things from him. You're starting to see him all over. He just did a paradigm match and stuff like this. So um, I love that because, like I said before, it's the passion that these these kids and these and the adults, whoever it is, doesn't matter how old you, the passion that you have for the sport, no matter what it is, I'm all about it. Yeah, I I, I love it. So I want to see everybody get get to where they need to go because of because they did the work and and then maybe along the way you just you know steered steered them through some of the the bad stuff that maybe you'd been through and you can give them advice so they have all the knowledge that we didn't have when we went through it the first time that's all it is yeah absolutely and you mentioned akira he's gonna have a whole new challenge of somebody that he's not familiar with and really uh the u.s scene hasn't really had a chance to get to know clint margera from the uk um i know he's he's won tournaments he's a very dangerous man uh, and so Death Samurai versus Clint Margera is going to be one to watch. And I think it's going to be an eye-opener for a lot of people of a really established deathmatch talent that hasn't, you know, been on American screens nearly as much as he should be. Well, you know what, Rafe? Isn't that sort of what we're seeing into sort of Forbidden Door 2.0? Because now these guys that are traveling over from Europe, we got your boy Joel Bateman coming in to fight Akira. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, so I think it's just tightening, you know, hopefully the world as it opens up and as things get better, mm-hmm. it's only tightening up because you don't know until you know, mm-hmm. right? Bateman don't know until he knows. Uh, Clint doesn't know over here. Things got to be different, not just the culture, the food and stuff like this, but it's just a lot of, a lot of stuff like we used to see guys going going to Japan, mm-hmm. right? You guys going to Japan, you look at the forbidden door. Where did that all start? Bullet club and all that stuff and Jericho and all that stuff. It resonated over there. Well, hopefully when we're talking deathmatch scene, when we're talking indie scene, when we're talking stepping stone or opportunity, bring them here. Absolutely. Bring well, them to the state. You know what I'm saying? I, and then eventually smaller again, that yeah. only opens up Australia. That only opens up, the rest of the world, and then it's back and forth, and then we see what it really is. Like, different generations have known, but this is a whole new generation of this Forbidden Door 2.0, right? To yeah. see what, what can really work and who's really out there to work with each other. And uh-huh. I mean, are you kidding me? You don't think that I would go anywhere to watch Kalen Butcher fight in, in, in the United States? Yeah. Dude, after what what I watched, you know, and his story and, and to go through and stuff like that. And I'm not the only one. Yeah. I probably speak about uh, for a million people. Yeah. Shout you out know? to Callum and, Butcher. And just- Deathmatch Down Under, Australian Deathmatch champion, Callum Butcher. I'm, I'm sure he would love to get over. And you know what's special about this time as well? Though COVID has seen us all locked down and stuck and and unable to move, what it has created is an era where not only deathmatches thrive, but also the community has thrived because everybody's been online, everyone's been talking, everyone's been keeping each other up and supporting each other. Like my very podcast has been able to exist and thrive because of that. And so all these guys know each other, man. They they all want to work together. They've all become friends and want to meet in person and do things. So 
when you talk about Clint coming over, when you talk about Big F and Joe coming over, when you talk about Joel, Oof. all these guys want to do it and all the US guys want to have them there and then all the US guys want to travel, you know what I mean? They want to get out of the country. They want to do the tournaments in, in the UK. Look at Schlack was just there. Uh, Alex Cologne is going. I, I know that guys want to get to Deathmatch Down Under as well. So let's just hope uh, COVID keeps its head on straight and everything keeps moving moving well and we can start to see that stuff because it's going to be Dream Match City, bro. And that's not even oh. including Japan. Oh. That's not even talking about all the Japanese wrestlers. Dude. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the whole thing where you realize is that what is reality that avail the things that we're talking about it's not a pipe dream no you just said it the connection you look at the fact that we're both got pots of coffee going and it's at night for me and and, and you just got up yeah, you yeah. know the fact that that we love this so much and it, and this is just you and i talking but you know it's a representative that the people the listener whatever we don't care it's about the people yeah that's the the thing it's about it's about yeah. That that's what I love. No matter no matter what it is, it's everything around it. And, and at the end of the day, right? Commonwealth connection, the Commonwealth reconnection. It's compassion for fellow human beings. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. That's what it is. So, who you got out of uh, Clint versus Akira? You got a pick? Whew. It's a hard one because you know what? You know, never I, before. I, you know what? I I got I think to your point about who's going to surprise who more mm-hmm. who's because you know like it's it's more the size versus the speed and 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 you know i always look at akira i love akira because i look at him he is a death summer he's like 47 ronin he's going to wander anywhere for a fight no matter what and it's he's the samurai and he's just going to come up him no matter who it is so if clint is smart and can understand that you have to put him away the only way I've seen him lose, even Justin Kyle, is have to put him away because yeah. he will not go away. So it, you know, one sometimes when you don't know an opponent, you haven't seen it, you haven't been in the promotion. You know, it's like playing against a guy for the first time in, in say hockey or something like that. You don't know his tendencies. Mm-hmm. That that is what I think m- might give Akira an advantage. But if Clint's is prepared, like you said. He's world-renowned. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate on that one real quick because the way I, I see it is Akira's been on IWTV solid for, like, this entire time. You know what I mean? Two years, there's plenty of tape of yep. Akira. Not as easily to access tape of Clint. You know what I mean? People know he's won these tournaments. People know he's a dangerous man. But the companies he works for and things like that, they're not really on IWTV. You know what I mean? They're not around. They're not as easy to watch. And you know, Clint called out Akira. You know he's been studying him. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens because I think Clint's going to be an unproven property. And I think he may be more dangerous than people realize. Um, oh, well, that, that, Ray, you nailed it right there. Like you said, let's take the fact that he called him out. So he's coming over here. He's got a point to make. He's got a point right? and a plan. He has, he right. He but he is. What is your first impression in front of anybody, no matter what, 
right, is the first one. So if he comes out and we, right, we've seen Akira. We know what to expect out of Akira. We don't really know what to expect. And if he can come out and have that presence, boom, that's that's how stars are made, man. Exactly right. It's going gonna to be fucking exciting, man. Also exciting, we're talking two absolute weapons in the uncivil Sato Jin versus Brooklyn Black Death Casanova Valentine. Sato's been on a bit of a tear, man, but so's Cass. You know, Sato, current uh, RPW Rust Belt champion over at Ruthless Pro Wrestling. But Casanova, man, he's been doing this for a long time. He invented the no-ring style, and he just picked up a massive win in that scramble at violence and suffering versus uh, No Peace Underground. So, you know, both guys are on fire. It's going to be real interesting to see how this goes when these two start teeing off. How about how about this, Rafe? Lots of blood. Mm. Lots of blood. Mm-hmm. Lots of blood. <laughs> the, the, that's what I think. It's gonna be a color fest yeah. right off the rip. And yeah. and like I said, it's uh I dude, I get fired up when uh when Satu Jin comes out because it comes out to sugar by system of a down, that just gets me going. Yeah, so yeah. um it's got it's gotta be a hey, these are two again. It's a it's a Haas match, but it's a different Haas match. This is gonna be this, like you said, Casanova is the king of the no ring, so he always likes to try to get it outside the ring as much as possible, and that's Satu Jin's comfortable out there too. So this is gonna be violent, yeah, exactly. bloody, yeah, absolutely, man. It's a, it's hard to pick. They're so evenly matched. Um, yeah, I I do know I don't even know where to start. I may be. No, I can't even pick between those two. You got you got to pick, or <laughs> I'm a, I'm just gonna pick Satu Jin. I think that you know a lot of confidence picking up his first belt. Yeah. Um, the, the Rust Belt watched him win that. Fair. Um, over Dale Patrick's and uh, it uh, yeah. But but like you said, Cassie. I mean, dude, a lot of these matches, it's 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 a battle of attrition. Yeah. Right? Who takes the least worst bump? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Who who you know, who can finish the job? A lot of these guys because they give everything. It's a yeah, it could go either way. I can't think of anybody hungrier than Cass in Deathmatch Wrestling at the moment. He wants it so bad and has been grinding for so long. I'm go I'm gonna pick Cass. After that, Cass's partner in the Death Wish Foundation, Hoodfoot. Versing Big F and Joe from the UK. That could be a headline event, like headline match anywhere in the world. What an absolute dream match, man. I am absolutely pumped for this. Like, it's going to be crazy. Hoodfoot is my 2021 Hula. Where did he come from? And I think it was the coming out party that I watched him and Madman Pondo in yep. that death match and yep. just realize what a great wrestler Hoodfoot is. Plus, man, did you see him wing that friggin' toilet paper and hit Brandon Kirkley the nuts? That was awesome. So you know <laughs> what? He's got great arm, good athlete, and you know what? Gives it every time. And you know what? The thing I love about Mo Atlas is that he's such a good dude, man. Yeah. And both of them, him, both him and Cass, like, like I love, I love running into those guys because they're always, and, and, and again, there's two prime examples when they fight each other 
it's a war. Yeah. And they absolutely. love each other too. Absolutely. But they're a great tag team also. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, again, Big F and Joe, it, it, it's sort of like, you, you know what you're going to get. So uh, with, with Hoodfoot, uh, again, he's just going to bleed. Absolutely. He's going to bleed, but he's going to give Joe everything he's got. Absolutely. And again, I, I have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Be, I mean, Big F and Joe, man, shout out to that guy. He's an absolute gentleman of a person, really Great dude, really hard working, and he's at the top of that scene right now, man. He's the he's the deathmatch king of the UK. I would fully be expecting him to come in and take the W here, and that's nothing away from Hoodfoot because he's he was maybe like my wrestler of the year last year. You know what I mean? He, like you said, if not wrestler of the year, you'd say MVP because he came out of nowhere. It felt like not nowhere because he's been around for a few years, but in the deathmatch scene really staked his claim and beca- right. became somebody that people want to see, desperately want to see. And, like, the cleanest wrestling as well. But Joe, man, there's something about that dude. You know what I mean? He just gets it done. He's an absolute superstar. And as COVID gets out of the way, I think you're going to see him be one of the main names in Deathmatch Wrestling in 2022. Absolutely. I can't wait. You know, and the, and the, and the thing is, I mean, I don't, I you, I can't even tell you, like, how many matches that I've watched of Hoodfoot's mm-hmm. that what his record is because it don't matter because he's matter. over every time. Yeah, it's yeah. and that's like, like how to, that this is why it's different than than calling, I don't know, AEW, WWE, uh, like the the mainstay because because yes, the win matters when it comes to the belts and stuff like this, but these guys give so much. And and the story of the death match is way beyond who wins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it's not just. And I guess maybe that's the dichotomy of coming from a sport that it's 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 win or lose, mm-hmm. right? You know. So that's why I guess maybe the whole thing that why I love it in death match as well. <coughs> you can win without winning, if that makes sense. You can in other wrestling too, yeah. but it, but it's about the journey to that and the respect gained and the display given, and you know and. Also, because there's so many other factors, it's very easy for upsets to happen and and things like that because there's so many uh, elements that are out of control, weapons and cuts and and things like that. So it really just comes down to who gets it done on the day. Um, But regardless, No Holds Barred 21 is going to be an absolute spectacle and I'm really jealous that uh, you're going to be there for it and I am not. (laughs) And you know what, you know what makes, you know what gives me my two favorite refs that, that are out are Brian Gorey and uh, SPO, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Shout out. Sean. Right. And, the, and because of the, the not only like Gore, if you watch um, the other day, Atticus Coger and GCW puts a chair through Matt do justice's head and the ref pop on that, that's gory. He's got the best ref pops. Yeah. But when it comes to, when it comes to taking care of wrestlers and, and knowing that safety's first, there's nobody better than SPO. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just, you know, from, from being around it and, and, and not saying that there ain't other guys, but the way that he does it and watching him, 
that he's to me there's more must see tv than just the guys that are the acting absolutely it's the entire package it's the entire team it struggles and Nemi on commentary it's larry legend in the ring it's struggles and ronnie dude the the best yeah exactly because i pop just like they do and and it's real race Mm -hmm. it's real because you can feel it and they don't try to be anything they're not yeah. Then you got Larry Legend. So there you go. Exactly. What an all-star team. I, I cannot wait. January 22nd, no holds barred, 21. Be there, people. Yo. Let me stop you right there. I just need to holler at everybody and tell them about NordVPN. This service has been a bit of a game changer for me, man. Not only are they one of the first services, you know, to believe in me and to believe in this podcast, which is pretty amazing, but it's also been great to, like, pick up my internet access and throw it around the world. I've been able to access all the streaming services. I've been able to check out different shopping sites. It's keeping me safe and sound on the internet and protecting all of my important data. It's been pretty damn awesome. So if you want to give it a chance for yourself, if you want to try it out, if you want to get amongst the glory that is NordVPN, just go to nordvpn.com feels and use the code feels you get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan and at one additional month for free. Uh, it's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, which is pretty sweet. So, yeah, nordvpn.com slash feels and use the code feels. Now, let's get back to the interview. After that, we're jumping in basically a week later into Ruthless Pro Wrestling's Cold-Blooded January 29th. And this is going to be an absolute banger of a card. I can't even believe how big a cards they put on with just just star-studded lineup from the start. We'll go all the way um, from the bottom and work our way up to the top um, because we don't want to get you in any more shit with Justin Kyle. But we, we're cranking out immediately <laughs> with, uh, with uh, Randy West and Herzog. Like, what an absolutely killer, killer matchup, man. That's, a, that's going to be unbelievable in a totally wired death match. I had the pleasure of meeting Randy like last week uh, and we recorded for an upcoming interview. She's a very, very what impressive my person. Yeah, exactly. What, uh, what an absolute veteran. What an absolute class act. And, but she's versing a very unpredictable and very tall opponent in Herzog. Well, you know what? Anybody can translate Herzog, uh, please. I'm still trying to realize what he says when he's ranting and raving out there. But, dude, I love – he's one of my favorite gimmicks because it's always the same way. And, dude, he's tough as they come to. That, yeah. That's a, just a, diff, a different breed. It's just those St. Louis guys, right? Like Neil Diamond Cutter, Herzog. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're built They're built differently. And, uh, yeah, it's, but again – and you nailed it. Oh, what kind of match is it? It's called a totally, wire. totally wired death match. Yeah, I think that's barbed yeah. wire. It could so, be electric wires. Who knows when it comes to ruthless? Who knows with those savages? It's going to be entertaining though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then after that, I, I, I like Randy, and I like Randy in that one. I, I also like Randy for that one. I think she's the veteran. I think she's the toughest broad in the business, and I, I just. I think she's one of the best going today, so I can't wait to see that one play out. Uh, me either. Absolutely. After that, we're talking about our boys, Midwest Scum, the first ever longest reigning RPW tag team champions. 
versing Iron Beast. This is a match they called out when they won. They called out KTB and Shane Mercer, Iron Beast, the biggest dogs in the yard. And, dude, I, I'm backing yeah. in Midwest scum all the way. They wanted this. They've got a plan. They're crafty. I, I can't wait to see what's coming for those guys. Well, here's the one thing, right, is that I know about Midwest scum is that they their game plan will be prepared and they will be, you know, they, they have that, and I'm not saying they are, are this tag, but they have that tag team ability like FTR, mm-hmm. like, you know, not to that level, but they think on the same page. Mm-hmm. I mean, you heard, if you listen to the interview that you did to them, they're as tight as tight can be. They're always together. And what what did uh, Zach say? Six six weeks out of last year, he didn't spend it. Like these guys yeah. are always together. So they're always thinking, scheming. I think that you nailed it too when you said just look at the way the symmetry and and the look and the way they come. They they look like they mean business. Now they're gonna need every bit of this against this team because I don't know if there's anybody. Any guys that have that combination of strength, um, high flying, like that, this stunts and 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 I all I know is is somebody I I don't know who it is, but somebody's probably gonna get tossed. Yeah, you oh. know, like and I think I, everybody's you know, getting I, tossed around in this Zach, match. Zach, Zach being the younger one will probably sacrifice, you know, for the team. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I see it like. I still tell everybody, most amazing thing I saw last year was Shane Mercer pick Justin Callup over his head mm-hmm. and throw him mm-hmm. like he was a sack of potatoes. Yeah. And then I asked Justin, I said, bro, he just threw you like a sack of potatoes. He said, I've never been picked up like I was a feather ever in my life. <laughs> so, like, I mean, oh, does it surprise you a guy picks up benches and does all that stuff? So, in saying that, I think that this is going to be a battle. It's going to be hard. But I think, like you said, the tag team element mm-hmm. that Midwest scum showed mm-hmm. to win the titles. Mm-hmm. Um, you get hit with that yuppie killer, bro. One you low, do- one high, you're done. Exactly. And you don't go through three teams in one night and and not have like a, a level above most. you know. And like you say, that yuppie killer, man, all they need to do is isolate one person, you know. If they can, right. if they can get one guy out and then one guy on his own, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? If they can get that two versus one for all it takes is a split second, it, it's over. You know, so that's well, I, that's going to be the game changer, I think. But I think you bring up a great point here, Rafe, mm-hmm. and and you see, and if we see, you look at like the Briscoes, arguably one of the best tag teams out there. It's the symmetry, it's unit. the working yeah. together, right? The isolation that they can do that. And that's the, that you don't have to be the biggest, you don't have to be the toughest, but if you can isolate, you know, and that's what I'm sure they'll be looking to do. Take yeah. advantage, just like they did to get the titles when when the uh, rejects wanted to get into it with each other. Yeah, exactly right. It's tag team symmetry. That's what makes tag teams. It's being a unit. I think Dread King Logan said it best. He said, we don't wear ski masks to hide our faces we wear ski masks because we're the same you know when they come out it's not about that it's about them being a unit and presenting the same and that that is the difference yeah after that that's the old school tag team mentality absolutely absolutely think of all the greats you know 
Think of Demolition. Think of Legion of Doom. Oh, that's my guys, man. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. It's the same thing, man. It's units, you know, and that's the game changer. Um, After that, we're talking a one-on-one match between Gary J and Sage Phillips. Now, I'm not very familiar with Sage Phillips, but I'm very familiar with Gary J. I met him this week. Watch out for that interview, people. Uh, He's an absolute weapon in the ring. Uh, One of the best one-on-one competitors. Well, and tag competitors when he's with Aaron Williams and Unsigned Don't Care. He's on another level, man. So I unfortunately do not know who Sage is. I've heard good things. But, dude, Gary's, Gary's the fucking man. Gary's the man. He's the man. Gary's the man. It's. Uh, I think that that's what I haven't seen him uh, fight live, so that that's one of the ones I'm looking forward to in the card, just because I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be killer. So I I look forward to seeing what Sage has, and I know it's going to be a good match when Gary's involved. He doesn't have bad matches. And 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 that's the interesting and exciting part is is sometimes and because like you mentioned before that the connection there's not too many that slide through the cracks that I haven't seen but you know that when he's matched up against Gary yes. that he's bringing something that yeah. somebody has something that he's going to challenge and, that, and that's something. the beauty yeah. right there's no there's no throw in Mike shorts and and you know. Iron Mike Sharps and whatever, you know, there's no, like, <laughs> yeah, I know this guy's like. just going to get squash match, right? We're filling yeah. time. What? You need, didn't have a commercial sponsor this time, Vince? What? Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're not they're not bringing in, like, some, like, jobber for Gary J to squash in two seconds. They're bringing in another workhorse because they know that this is going to be a banger. Yeah, bangers. bangers. That's all it is. I mean, that's my favorite wrestling word, bangers. Yeah. That's what this card and is. And RPW's about it, man. They're just every card is just stacked from you know, floor to ceiling with absolute bangers. And speaking of bangers, you want to talk about something that's got deathmatch banger potential. We're talking about friend of the show and absolute deathmatch legend, Madman Pondo versus the Carver. Now, the he's the current reigning prince of death, but he's versing who I would count as, you know, the king of the deathmatch. I know there's been many of them. I know he's been one of them. But really, when you you know Madman Pondo's history, he he invented that tournament, man. Like it's it's him. You know what I mean? He's the king of deathmatch in my eyes, and he's versing like an up and coming creepy motherfucker in the Carver. <laughs> so, uh, what are you expecting from this? We were talking about blood earlier. Jesus Christ! I'll tell you, uh, Madman Pondo popped me hard the other night um, when he fought Satu Jin because. Uh, he weighed me over and, and and we're friends and he weighed me over and he took his vest off and let me wear his vest during his match during That's the sick. match. And then one of the funniest thing in the match, and then I, I love the little shit, you know, the little scenarios, you know, people throw money in and they're stapling each other and stuff like this. Somebody threw a 20 in and Matt and Carver went to staple statue in the butt. Yeah. Right. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he shows him 20. He goes, Oh, okay. Boom. You know what I mean? It was. <laughs> Stupid stuff like that, like that, but um, absolutely, as the God, like he's one of the Godfathers, absolutely, right? and, of and, American and from being matches. around, and just that he's still doing it, mm-hmm. and he's still, you know, to see him in the back and to see how much engaged he is and how much everybody looks up to him. I mean, that yeah, this 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 one's like the, uh, this one's like uh, they just released Scream. 
again. So this is like the screen match. This is your horror match. Yeah. And there's going to be blood. Exactly. And there's going to be some, there's going to be some like old school horror shenanigans. Mm-hmm. That's what you can all like, like, like little things like that pop me is like the carver will go after a guy's, um, Achilles tendons. Yeah. And, and, you know, with his blade and stuff like stuff that is just, I love it because, you know, like, yeah, immobilize your opponent with your big saw, you know, like the, it makes sense. The dude's a fucking serial killer. I mean, I think it was at Bumps at the Night. He, like, abducted the the ring announcer girl or whatever and then, like, a, attacked the venue and, like, all the lights went out and he came in. Like, it's like a real-life horror movie. So he's going to have mind games uh, aplenty and it's going to take all of the veteran savvy of our boy Man Man Pondo to get it done. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be interesting. It's going to it's gonna be like that entertaining. You know how some certain matches on the card, you have sort of expectation. This one's sort of like a movie. Yes. You're absolutely. like, what the hell? And, and and a scary movie. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's going to be a scary movie. It's got some hostile written on it, bro. Be careful. <laughs> exactly. I'm, uh, I'm, it's the one match that maybe I'm glad I'm not in the building for because it's going to be terrifying. Uh, after that, we go to a one-on-one match between Apollo Star and Brutus Atwell. Uh, again, I'm not really familiar with either guys, but they're, if they're on this card, I uh, know okay. they know it's a banger. Are you familiar? Yeah, Brutus. I'm familiar. Listen, Brutus Atwell is one of my favorite wrestlers oh, wow. around. Okay. Wow, he's just the person that he is, uh-huh. but the character here. This is Brutus. Whatever, like, and and he's always. This is the type of guy that. This is the type of guy Brutus is, right? When you see Brutus get in the ring, and you see him, you know, uh, sort of get the heat, and you start to see him slam a guy, slam another guy, then slam another guy. You know for a fact he's going to the outside, and he's gonna catch one, two, or three of these idiots that are doing something stupid. He's the guy that. That if you jump off the roof, he'll catch you. If you jump off whatever into the chair, he's going to lessen your bro. He's right out of the swamp. He doesn't wear, he looks like a swamp creature, sort of. It's a great gimmick, and he's a, a really cool guy. And, you know, one of the, dude, first, always helping with the ring, always just one of these guys that that um, is one of the ones, like, the, one of those wrestlers that doesn't, you don't see unless you're around a lot to see what a great, person he is and 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 how important to the show to some of these younger guys yeah well, you know like you know you know what i'm saying and he's a younger guy too but just the, the way that he's willing to do whatever it is for for the show yeah that's killer well i look forward so i don't to know how the match out. is gonna yeah, yeah match is gonna be but uh um again I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be good they're yeah. gonna be on the card exactly right and uh, yeah as i say not um not familiar with Star, uh, but I think I did see a promo for him, from him leading up to it, and he, he seemed like a, a pretty good talker. So I look forward to seeing what those guys drop out. Uh, after that is a death match that actually the seeds of it was uh, formed right here on Faces and Feels. I had an interview with the process, MM3, uh, a great conversation, third-generation athlete, and he mentioned how he'd love to get into some death matches, wanted to do it. And I know Chris was like, why well, I got to be hearing about you doing death matches on a podcast? And he mentioned that he'd like to be with Neil Diamond Cutter and the rest is history. So they 
cut some fire promos back and forward between each other. And this one, these guys are going to be looking to steal the show, man. Neil always looks to do it, and so does MM3. So everybody needs to watch out because this match is going to be fucking fire. Well, here this is you want to you want to welcome you want a welcome party because and this is and and props to MM3. Um, I'm very familiar with them. Obviously, the XICW, which his grandfather started, and then his father, DBA, um, who's still doing it every which way, lighting his elbow on fire, doing that, doing the crazy <laughs> stuff. But MM3, he's he's legit. These guys, you know what the thing is, you're and and I saw Neil say, "Gonna have to pull up the lucha skills." Yeah, like you, you, this is gonna be, this is this is the one that people don't know that could be the showstopper. And you know what? It's going to be an initiation because, and, and no better guy to take care of you than Neil Diamond Cutter, but he's going to drag you into that deep water. And that's what this kid needs for the next level. I applaud him for that. But again, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's one of these things that I'm not worried about his safety, but you know what? He's and, and this is what I love about three. Um, just had a great match with Alex Shelley. Just, you know, he's, 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 uh, Trey Miguel, you know, he, he's fighting the topper tier. Now, now this is expands his brand. I think he comes by it honestly because of his family. Um, but I'm, I'm just happy that his first match is with Neil, who's one of my favorites, but he's going to drag him. He's going to, he's going to teach him how to swim. Right. And it's not going to be in the shallow end. And, and that's what I love. So I am, this is the one that, you know, as I look forward to, because it'll be interesting to see not only because Neil Diamond Cutter is a phenomenal wrestler and that's the thing he's get he's going to, this brings him youth, yeah, right? And brings him and he's going to come out. Like you said, if what I said about Mickey Knuckles, Neil Diamond Cutter is, is one of my favorite, that honey badger, he's one of my absolute favors to watch because he just gives it every every time every and he is single nuts. time every single time i can see these two innovating in this match doing things that people haven't seen before they've both got the skills to do it and neil's hungry man you know he was injured at the end of the year he's gotten back into a couple of matches now but i know that that time off was killing him you know what i mean so he's going to be attacking 2022 harder than anybody else and you can expect the year of the honey badger. And I think we can expect a year of the process as well. I think MM3 is ready to step into the next phase of his career. And yeah, he's got the perfect guy to do it with. So I literally cannot wait for this match. I'm excited for him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm um, excited for him. Exactly right. And then after that, we're going to a very different flavor of match, but it's going to be entertaining nonetheless. We talk about the tag team of fear and loathing in pro wrestling versus bulking season. Swatch is going to be out there. And, uh, and uh shout out to uh happy uh, birthday, belated birthday to uh, Schwartzy. We're going to uh, have some smoke skis for his birthdays. I got him his little birthday package, made sure. Uh, uh, love Schwartzy, love Kenny Irvin, love, love the goose, love the gimmick, love, love, love everything about it. And, and, Here's the one thing, right? Swartzy is as technically sound a wrestler as there is. 100%. Right? He's, dude, I, he popped me. He, he, 
if <laughs> that's, I remember he did, and he told me after because he does his goofy little stuff, but he did his head where he does his head and he and he walks around on his feet beside the guy with his head, and he yeah, told yeah. me that's an old, old British yeah, world of thing. Sport. I've never seen it before, right? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, what I love about Schwartzy is is he's such a student of the game. Right. And then, and then, and that's the fact of, of whatever else it's always entertaining. And, and listen, Kenny's just as entertaining uh, and they put on bangers, bro. Yeah. That's the thing is that it's, it's that different vibe, but man, I look forward to fear and loathing every time, mm-hmm. you know, like individually or together. Speaking uh, of Schwartzy, I also got to meet him this last week. Very entertaining person but also very focused very driven uh people can watch out for my upcoming interview with him dropping on the feed um he he's again he's going to do things this year you know what i mean like everybody sees the the gimmick they see the presentation they see the goose and they think one thing but when that bell rings he's a very different person he's tapping people out well that's the thing is that yeah you can't take him for granted, bro. Yeah. He'll slot, he'll he'll roll you around and twist you up and 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 do it with a smile on his face as he's puffing on a, a joint. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then bulking season, I wasn't familiar with before Boiling Point Two, uh, but they impressed me. They were a great tag team. They're really uh, entertaining. They weigh over a million pounds or something like that between them. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're, big. they're they're a big unit, man. And I think it's going to be like a great uh, palate cleanser before we step into the last two matches of the night, which are going to be, well... A power cleanser. Yeah, I love exactly. It. A power <laughs> cleanser before we step into the likes of the... RPW Rust Belt Deathmatch Championship match. Otis Koga defending the new, yeah. um, sorry, at, attempting to take the belt from the new champion, the uncivil Satu Jin. Now, we touched on Satu Jin just in uh, the last event. New RPW champion, very hungry, riding high. Man, Otis, is, Otis picked a fight, but I don't know. I don't know. Satu's on a hot streak, man. Yeah, no, I was there when he picked the fight, so he wants it, and and you know, knowing Otis, I mean, he's as tough. He's he's as tough as they come. You know, speaking that, like I I always love when him and his brother tag up, mm-hmm. um, the Cobras, um, and be, because there's such great yin and yang. So I think the power, you know, like Otis and Satu, the, they set up with the power game and stuff like that. But but again, this is. This has gotten sort of personal the way that it's gone down, and I know that Satu's not going to give up that belt lightly, but I know that Otis is going to give everything that he's got because, you know, again, that's just the way they're built. Well, yeah, and I think as well this is going to be an opportunity for Otis to show out since he's returned, since he's popped up at No Peace. We've seen him in Deathmatch stuff. We've seen him in Tag stuff. This is probably his highest profile singles deathmatch um, since he sort of got back into wrestling and into deathmatch, at least in my eyes. Um, so I'll be really looking forward to see like what he can do, especially against somebody the caliber of Satu Jin. Well, the, that's the great thing, right? Is that, you know, this is sort of his coming out party. 
Yeah. You know, and then within within the shadows, you know, the, like honestly, you know, when you with like I and I mentioned it right there, but I'm really eager to see because because he's put the time in and and obviously and this is his time to to come out and show, hey, mm-hmm. I'm here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, they kept their cards close to the vest when it came to this main event. The uh, RPW social media team had like this pinboard type graphic where it had pictures of the different champions and different people that were announced at the show with strings uh, linking the different matches, not unlike a Charlie Day situation and It's Always Sunny. Um, and this particular match was announced last. And let me tell you, we we were getting excited about Cruel versus Justin Kyle. But talk to me about Justin Kyle versus Hoodfoot for the RPW Heavyweight Championship. Jesus Christ. What up? Like, this is crazy. That's as good. That's that's as good as it gets. Uh, right there, in in my opinion, in my book, what you know, Hoodfoot's done not only around the country, but especially in RPW. Um, you know, obviously Justin Kyle. Um, this is gonna be a brawl. Absolutely, just a brawl, and and and. I think it's going to be, you know, there, there's more, there, there might be not as, how do I say this, as much brute as it will be with Cruel, but it will be, it, it, it'll be um, both guys because they're smart and they, and they got to, they respect each other um, and know what they can do. So it's going to have, they're going to, you know, I, I think that, you know, it's a, you, you don't really play it for Cruel. You know, you, you cruel. You, it's just gonna be. Can I beat the big guy down? Can yeah. I, you know, take advantage like that with hood foot and stuff like that? Because Justin, you know, they're both built the same way. Is you're gonna have to incapacitate person to win. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. In out, whatever else. So, what a banger to, what a banger to end the show, dude. It's gonna be crazy. And when you talk about Justin Kyle, he's he sort of got two sides to his card, if that makes sense. So when you see Justin Kyle in ICW No Holds Barred, that's super fight beast Justin Kyle. He's in there swinging, he's brawling, he's punching, and and like nobody can, can deal with that level of intensity. When you see him in RPW, for me, he's a little bit more calculating because that, for me, is like pro wrestling Justin Kyle. He's carrying that belt. He's yep. been holding it for a long time. He's there to entertain, but he's also there to win. And Hoodfoot as well, like, I'm not expecting really a death match in this. That's not really what Justin has always done. He's a a bruiser. He's a brawler. But both guys are really technically sound as well. So I'm I'm expecting big fight feel, man. I'm expecting people to see things that they didn't know either guy could do. And I'm expecting an absolute classic out of this. I cannot wait. I, th- I think you nailed it right there, Rafe, because, you know, I, I do comparisons, right? Like, in my head, who reminds me of who and whatever. And I've always said, Justin Kyle's my Brock Lesnar. And yeah. you know what? Mm-hmm. UFC throwing hands in the pit and wrestling in, w- you know, the WWE, where it's that, th- there's that super beast that, that you know, he has that sort of dichotomy of, of the same sort of, you know, the look, the build and stuff like that. But there are, you, you see, there's a switch. I've seen it and, 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 and it's just different. And I think that's also to the maturation of Justin Kyle. Yeah. Right. Is to be able to switch gears. Cause not all guys can switch gears. If you ask him and here's the thing in the pit, 
Pittsmore survival. Yeah. Pittsmore, you know, um, Neanderthal, mm -hmm. right? You're in the ring and, and it's, you know, the belts and the title. You, you got to use your wrestling brain. You have to outthink your opponent. There's much more to it than just brute force. So, um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a chair that's broken or maybe a table and mm. hopefully it's not over me. Yeah, well, <laughs> fingers crossed. You just keep back from the ring and, yeah, hopefully Justin Kyle ain't looking to settle that score. He's going to have a lot Bro, on his hands with Hoodfoot. Hey, here's <laughs> the thing, dude, is head on a swivel because he doesn't hit you from beside you. He hits you from 20 feet away. Yeah, exactly. Just spears a chair. Dude, I got the best first match I've seen him. We're out, we're out outdoors somewhere and uh, – and he's fighting a match, and he's fighting a handicap match against two guys yeah. that he's going to squash. And this kid takes a run at him, and he grabs him, and he grabs his chair, and he throws it. And literally, it was 20 yards. Yeah. Like, it, it, like, honestly, it was it, it, it was a good 12 meters, yeah. maybe 10 meters. And and he hit this kid, boom. Like I saw the clip. It was like there. a lawn dot. I, mean, I, have, I, have yet, I have not seen him not hit a guy. Yeah. You know, he's throwing it over the barricade or whatever. Like he is, that is a, and, and that's the sort of thing, you know, yeah. that's the precision um, mentality to be able to think that, yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, and plus, yeah. So, so it'll be entertaining either, either way. All I know um, is wherever you're sitting until he goes back, you just need to like keep your head on a swivel because the match could be over. He could be getting the belt and then turn around and just pick up a chair right. and lawn dart Darren right. McCarty across the <laughs> No, no, Ray, 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 we're, we're older than that. We know Justin Kyle's, we know his weak point. It's jerseys. So we just bring him one of the jerseys, not your, mine, but the collectible has got a list. You bring him one of the jerseys. So the based early. Offer a truce. Yes. And then he says, okay, this time. And then he blackmails you. And every time you got to bring him a jersey so you don't eat a chair. So you know what? You reap what you sow. Yeah. Sometimes you might just eat the chair and save the jersey, but you know what? Make them make the big fella happy. Well, exactly right. That's it, man. Thanks so much for coming on today. It's been so fun breaking this down. Everybody, make sure you check out Ruthless Pro Wrestling on the 29th of January, if you can. Check out No Holds Barred 21 on the 22nd. These are going to be amazing couple of shows, man. Tell people where to find you on social media or your CBD products and all things Darren McCarty. Yeah, Darren McCarty blue check marks or Darren McCarty 4 on the Twitter, DarrenMcCarty.com for all your CBD uh, merchandise and everything needs. So you can catch me 11 to 1 um, Eastern every day. For the people that um, aren't awake, you can catch that on the – YouTube Woodward Sports Network. So, um, you know, that's a day job. Exactly. He's out here doing it, people. Man, thank you for being such an amazing dude, such an amazing supporter of mine, and for such a positive force in pro wrestling, dude. It's always an absolute pleasure to talk to you, yeah? Bro, you know what? You know me, dude. I told you. It's just I'm just doing everything so I can make a trip over to Australia. That's all it is. Exactly. We're going to make this happen. When you and I – are sitting next to each other watching Midwest scum and somebody else, whatever else. Yeah, like Midwest it, scum it, and death match down under. Th that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Given the yuppie killers. You got a bunch of yuppies down there? Uh, yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a few, mate. There's a few. So we, we will take care of that for sure. You hear that death match down under? This is a threat. Yeah, I love it. We're going to make it happen, man. We're going to make it happen. So for 
the Commonwealth connection for Darren McCarty and for Faces and Fields. Remember, it's all about peace, love, and pro wrestling. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Faces and Feels is a DIY project created and edited in-house by me, Rafe Houston. You can show your support by following us on Instagram, at FacesFeelsCast, Twitter, at FacesFeelsCast, and Facebook, at FacesFeelsCast. Or send us an email with topic suggestions or feedback to facesandfeels at gmail.com, and don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Our banger theme is Loose Lips Sink Ships by the Thunder Vipers. Check it out on Spotify. And now hang around for a quick word from some friends of the show. Peace out. My body is a roadmap of pain. Deathmatchworldwide.com, the official online merchandise store that is only for Deathmatch Wrestling. Featuring official t-shirts from No Peace Underground, John Wayne Murdoch, Akira, Madman Pondo, Zona 23, Neil Diamond Cutter, G Raver, Schlack, Necro Butcher, and many more. If you are a deathmatch wrestling promotion manager or platform and are interested in joining the web store, send us an email to deathmatchworldwide at yahoo.com. Deathmatchworldwide.com for the violent view. Vinyls and Violence, a brand celebrating a love of music and deathmatch wrestling. Follow on Instagram at Vinyls and Violence. Follow on Twitter at Legalize Ranch, and that's Ranch with two H's. And buy the shirts from deathmatchworldwide.com. Vinyls and Violence. I'm pretty sure it's like some weirdo shit like Pokemon or something.